0: what's up everybody welcome back to the co-op couch i'm here with anthony as always today we're talking to you about cyberpunk 2077 a game that's been on my radar for quite a while game that's probably been on your radar for a while and a game that has had endless upon endless delays and we're going to get into that in a little bit but first uh if you don't know cyberpunk is an open world RPG style game it takes place in a place called Night City uh in California uh somewhere between San Francisco and LA I have no idea where Anthony you have any uh I don't know what what's the difference between LA and San Fran like is that like
1: 70 miles or is that like 800 miles so uh so I'll put it to you this way i when i lived in california i was the the city i grew up in was traffic permitting 30 to 45 minutes to san francisco uh depending on what part of san francisco obviously but uh i used to commute to work to san francisco my drive was about an hour and then when i moved out to the valley it was a little more than an hour without traffic like hour five hour ten whereas from my hometown without without stops uh but also without traffic you're looking at six to seven hours to la oh
0: okay so, so and you were
1: you were somewhere between the two of them you i there. was east of san francisco so if you if you were to draw a straight line no i wouldn't be between them i'd be to the side of the line but um but kind of technically yeah, i guess so um but yeah, so San, San Fran is Bay Area, which is uh, Northern California, and then uh, L.A., obviously, on the southern tip. So yeah, you're looking at, you're looking at a hey, – here's another example for you. When I was in band in high school, we used to take trips down to L.A., and on that goddamn bus, it was eight hours. So you're, you're, you're looking at a pretty good distance. Yeah, okay. So you got, we got some space in there to fill up. We don't know, we don't know
0: where or how big Night City is. But somewhere in that region, we got a place called Night City where this game is going to take place. Um, apparently, the entirety of the West Coast is separated from the rest of America. So it's no run, no longer run by uh, the government. And Night City is full of crime infestation. Um, and that's kind of what we get into in the game. I'm sure you guys saw the E3 trailer. Uh, looked sick as fuck. Um, to me, anyway. Especially, especially the end, and we'll get to that in a little bit as well. So, so we're playing as a character named V, uh, fully customizable main character, kind of like how they do in Mass Effect, uh, where you get to design and create your character. But your character in Mass Effect is always Commander Shepard, no matter how you make them look or if you choose male or female. The reason we're bringing this up is because this game was delayed yet again uh, for like the millionth time. I think it's the fourth. I yeah, think that's, uh, fourth or fifth. Yeah, something like the fourth. Um, it was originally supposed to come out in April, and it just got pushed back to December. Um, but honestly, I'm okay. I'm okay with this. Uh, we mentioned in um our Final Fantasy remake episode that as long as the game, like, we would rather have, and I think me and you are on the same page here. I'd rather have a game be delayed and come out being great then rushed and be half-assed and poor
1: yeah um i i definitely agree with that i i think the one thing that bothers me um so real quick fun fact this game was supposed to come out on my birthday speaking of april um and i meant to do research back then and didn't (laughs) haha so yay got delayed and i didn't miss out but um one one thing for me that that does bother me is what i'm seeing now um so this delay happened and i saw you know much like a ton of people i saw it on twitter and i was reading the comments and a lot of people were talking about what they're mad about what they're not mad about or why uh you should or should not be mad and obviously twitter is just a fucking clusterfuck of over opinionated assholes anyway but one thing that I saw that would piss me off like it has for most people is a lot of people are not mad that it got delayed again. What a lot of people are mad about is that on the, on like even just yesterday, like someone posted a a picture where they asked them like, Hey, I took time off from work for this. Are we like hard confirmed? And they were like, yeah, hundred percent. That was the last delay. There will be no more delays. And then literally today, they delayed it again. I could see why people would be mad about that. If you come out and say 100% hard confirmed, we are done delaying this game. We we won't do that to you guys again. then Then don't, right? If you're not sure, own it. Just say you're not sure. You know, hey, we would love to tell you that. But um, you know, we want this game to be perfect. Even an answer like that is really like PR friendly because it's not a solid yes or no, right? It's it's what everyone's already been hearing. It's what people expect because it's true. That's why they keep delaying it. The delay itself does not bother me, as I'm sure it doesn't bother many other people for that reason. But I would feel a little betrayed if I was the person that asked, you know, hey, hard confirm, we're done with this shit, and they're like, yeah, hundred percent it's hard enough to get a response from gaming companies or or anyone with a check mark really on twitter like the odds of a response most people go into their question knowing like yeah i'll probably never hear back they took the time to respond to that tweet and say 100% hard confirmed and then very next day say it's delayed again so that yeah that would bother me
0: yeah when they delayed it the last time they delayed it till november 19th Mm-hmm. And they said this is our last delay. Um, you know that was the big thing. This is we're definitely pushing it out. It's definitely coming out November nineteenth. It's a go. We're ready. It's gonna be ready. And then we, you know, we just got this announcement that it's delayed again. As someone who can be patient, I know you struggle with that. <laughs> You're not wrong. I would, yeah, I would rather have this game pushed back until uh, December tenth is the new release yep. date, I believe. Yes and and have it come out and i go into the game and i'm i'm just amazed and it yeah. just blows me away and everything's taken I'm, I'm, it's breathtaking it's gorgeous everyone will know what i just did there
1: look i i agree i agree i stand with you like i said that that reasoning aside i can absolutely uh stand by a a game developer's decision to push it out until it's perfect and i would like to believe too that you know, because some people say like, oh, well, wha- what if, you know, what if they they build up all this hype and then it just falls flat? Well, first off, that's going to happen to someone. It, it, you cannot please everybody. We've already talked about that. It's, it's impossible. But Someone is going to play this game off that built hype and just be super disappointed. But I would also like to believe, uh, you know, even if not majority, like I would like to believe that the game devs, know especially already having done it this many times that if the game does not uh you know if the game does not meet standards it's they, they're they only shooting themselves in the foot uh and, and and the more they push it off the worse it's going to be the worse that that backlash is going to be of people not being satisfied so they they are delaying it because they want it to be perfect Therefore. By the time it comes out, it has to be perfect, right? For sure. I, I think it'll be worth it. I, I think it'll be worth it. And realistically, like, you've already dealt with this many delays. It, it doesn't matter anymore if it's another week or another month. Like, November has... People were literally just bitching a couple weeks ago that November has, like, 11 game releases. Yeah. You know, y- you'll be fine. I think you'll have enough to do this month, you know? Just... <laughs> Let them well, work on it,
0: and and here here's my thing too, right? You know, you like you were just saying people are you're like you're worried that not you, but people are worried that this game is going to come out and it's going to fall flat and it's going to suck, and and I'm sure there are going to be people who have that feeling because of course you can't please everybody, and that's okay. Like you you just can't please everybody, but um, and I was talking with this way back in the day when Cyberpunk was first announced and was delayed. Um, somebody said something along the lines of. Yeah, the game's going to come out and it's just going to be shitty. Like, like it's going to build all this hype and then it's going to be nothing. And I think delays sort of have that effect. Like, I know for Monster Hunter, I waited for it to come out on PC. And I was so excited for it when it was out on PlayStation. I was watching everybody play it. It was a great time. But by the time it got to PC, that hype had kind of dwindled. But when I played Monster Hunter, I still thoroughly enjoyed the game. This is CD Projekt Red. So I have the utmost confidence that this game is going to be fantastic. Uh, CD Projekt Red, for those of you that don't know, did Witcher Three and all the DLCs for it. Uh, don't know if they were behind the Witchers Two and One, respectively, but Witcher Three, if you don't know, was a phenomenal game, super open world, uh, and their DLCs were basically full fledged, you know, fully fledged, you know, story games in, in their own right. And they, that, game was, that game was amazing. And I think we're going to be expecting the same. Like, coming from Witcher 3 to Cyberpunk 2077, we're expecting that same level of story building and world building um, that we expected in Witcher 3 and that we receive. And I have no problem, I have no doubt in my mind, that CD Projekt Red will fulfill that so with, the, with the delays.
1: I didn't want to cut you off, but they did. Uh, they did all the Witchers. Okay, good. They did. Yeah, every everything Witcher related. Is okay, there. Yeah. I assume uh, so. I assume so. Yeah. Um.
0: But but I have I yeah I have no doubt. I think I think we're gonna be I think we're gonna go in and this is going to be a breathtaking uh experience. I think this is going to be fantastic. I think we're gonna fall in love with this game, and I think CD Projekt Red is absolutely putting their best foot into this game.
1: We uh, really going to pretend you didn't just make that joke a second time. Shush. <laughs> Shush. It does look really good. I I have finally watched a trailer. Uh, I, I don't know what it is that I've just, I've been putting this off for so long and not, not that like, Oh, I don't want to see it. I just haven't gone out of my way. Um, and so, yeah, I, you know, I finally watched the trailer and, uh, and looked a little more into the game just based on discussions with you and like, it does look really good, That the trailer alone. I mean, everything else aside, just as a video game trailer, cinematically, it's gorgeous. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited.
0: I just, recent, I just re-watched the, the trailer, the E3 announcement trailer, and I was still blown away by what they presented in that game. I just, I just think it's such a cool setup, and especially, and I shit you not, one of the coolest lines one of the coolest lines is at the end and Keanu Reeves comes down after your character has just been knocked the fuck out. And he says, wake up samurai. We've got a city to burn. And it's just a sick line. And then it's like, bam, bro, you know, roll credits end, done. And it's just such a sick line to me. Like, it's just so cool. And especially, I think, especially cause it's Keanu Reeves, like that obviously has some impact there. And it was really cool that they got Keanu. Yeah. Um, looking back into his character a little bit um he keanu plays um a character named Johnny Silverhand and from what we gather he is like almost like an ar in your head so it, from what i understand he's like ha- i don't want to say hacked um hacked but he's, like, like, you can see him in your, through like through your vision, but he's not actually there, obviously, because we have implants. So he's, like, in your implants, and he can see you. He's act, he acts kind of like a guide, right? But what they say is he's got his own agenda. And what that means is he's definitely he's, – he, he might be helping you. He might be guiding you and, like, maybe part of the tutorial, however they want to throw it as far as the game goes. But as far as story, he might be helping you for the wrong reason. Or for not the reasons that align with your own. Yeah. Um, And I think that's kind of cool. So he's playing this obscure character that we don't know much about yet. Um, This is based off of a board game. So for those of you... or Sorry. Tabletop. Yes. This is based off of a tabletop game. So um, people... And he's in the... Johnny Silverhand is in the tabletop game. So people who have played the tabletop game or have gone back and researched it because of 2077... Uh, might know more about the character and what his motives are or how he is. And CD Projekt Red will pro- has, has said that that's canon for this game. So they're definitely going to be implementing things from the tabletop RPG into this game. So they're going to portray his character similarly. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just think that line was fantastic. Getting Keanu Reeves to do it was fantastic. And I'm curious to see kind of what he does. Is he, is he going to, you know, who's he going to be? What's he going to be like?
1: Yeah. I wonder how big of a role they gave the character, like not, not even just Keanu Reeves, but like how, how much impact does this character really have in the game? Um, And, and also if I, you know, if I was someone that had played the tabletop, I wonder how much of the tabletop or how many aspects of the tabletop truly show up in this game. Cause like, like for, an, for instance, you know, I play, uh, I play Warhammer or well, played warhammer uh 40k and there's a ton of 40k video games they mostly suck like a lot of them have their charm you know um dawn of war was kind of like a command and conquer style games like an rts uh i think another example people might relate more to is like starcraft um uh but it was it was warhammer 40k and that had a lot of similarities in that the like the races the factions the armies, they they had things that would be named after, you know, the weapons in the tabletop, the uh the attributes from the tabletop, but like there's no buildings in the tabletop. So those were a little bit different, things like that. Uh and then beyond that, it was just a mediocre game with a you know, subpar company that went out of business and they got their servers, servers shut down. Um, whereas the rest of the games are, like I said, just kind of blah. So I'm wondering if if it has that charm that appeals to the people that played the tabletop, or if it's just a completely different game with a sharing theme uh, of the tabletop and vice versa, does the tabletop, you know, blow up in sales because people play the game. I, I wonder how they impact each other.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that people who have played the tabletop game um, are going to go in and look at cyberpunk and, they're going to see those little bits of lore coming from the tabletop RPG. And it's going to hold that much more weight to them, right? Because they're like, oh yeah, that happened, you know, in, in this over here. You know, I remember when I played that, when we played that expansion, right? Right. And I think that's going to have an added impact. I, I think I'm with you. I'm curious as how many people are going to go back and look into the tabletop RPG after, after playing this game.
1: Hands down, they're going to be the, the harshest critics. There's, I mean, no doubt if that's what it's based off of anyone that has touched that tabletop is going to be eyeballing this.
0: So it's not based off of it. It's taking Canon from it and creating a new, a new world and a new game. But yes, I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it has an impact, you know, in, in a way that people are going to be anyone that has played the tabletop is looking at this from a, from a different angle, from a different perspective. And they're going to be nitpicky. I would be.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I just didn't want to make the, like, I just didn't want it to be put out there that, like, that, like. so you know how Dungeons & Dragons, they have, like, Wizards of the Coast-approved storylines, right? Sure. Right? Yeah. It's not like that, like, where they're taking a storyline and turning it into a video game. This is just a spinoff of what Cyberpunk in this new 2077 world is, because I believe, and there are PDFs that you can find of the timeline and how we got to 2077 and what happened in between, if you want to go look that up. You guys can go do a Google search. You guys can find the timelines, um, and download them, read them if you're interested in more of the lore behind this stuff. But yeah, this is just kind of a taking the canon from the tabletop RPG and using bits and pieces of that to make a new, or you know, most of it I would assume, imagine to make a new world for yeah. this game. So it's not like taking like a like a campaign that they've made and turning it into a game,
1: right? okay yeah. well that's i mean that's fair
0: yeah yeah but yes i agree i think the the people who have the people who have played the tabletop are definitely going to be the best the worst critics of this game because if they get one piece of lore wrong from the tabletop you know
1: they're gonna blow it up they're gonna hear about it yeah <laughs> they're gonna hear about it yeah i'm gonna uh i'm gonna look into the tabletop now i'll tell you that much i'm i'm curious as to what you know how it plays, what it entails. Yeah, it could be neat, especially because it's not like that medieval
0: style tabletop, right? It's more of that tech, tech savvy, kind of like yeah. a mix between maybe like Warhammer and, and Dungeons and Dragons. So so Warhammer
1: has uh a so like there's Warhammer and there's Warhammer 40k. 40k is the super futuristic sci-fi one because it's the world of forty thousand but yeah. uh but like warhammer is warhammer fantasy is medieval oh, okay so they that, they that have yeah they have their own you know kind of uh dark medieval setting and racist factions armies so okay cool um they they they've got both but i i get what you're saying absolutely yeah um and obviously like like dungeons and dragons plays a lot differently than uh say warhammer so could be a combination even still yeah so going
0: through and reading about this game and watching watching some gameplay and etc uh this game really gives me a couple of different vibes in a good way of mix and mashes of other video games that we've played if you're familiar with uh saints row or mass effect or deus ex you'll understand what i mean in a minute. Um, So this game is super tech heavy. It's about implants. It's about um, augmentations. If you watch the E3 announcement trailer, you see he's so he's going to get this chip to make a deal. You know, it's like a microchip he has implanted in his neck. Um, His friend ended up dying on the way. And now he's going back to cash out. Then he gets into a brawl and pulls out these fucking like blades out of his arms and slices this motherfucker up, which was such a cool combat scene to me. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah. And so, I mean, he slices his arms off, slices, slices his legs off, and then stabs him through the chest like it's no big deal. But this game is going to rely heavily on augmentations of the human body, which gives me a huge feel of Deus Ex. And if you've played Deus Ex, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, go check it out. Um, the Deus Ex world is all about cybernetic enhancements. Um You know, augmentations to make you see better, to make you run faster, to make you stronger, so on and so forth. But a thing that really carries over from Deus Ex, which I'm sure will be in this game, is there's always the side of people that say, when do we stop becoming human because we have too much technology in our body? And There's always that that group of people who are rebelling or protesting or trying to take down the companies that are making these augments because they don't feel like it's right. And that's going to be interesting to see in this world of cyberpunk where, you know, implants are bad is the theme that is being underlaid over the general story. So I think that with the augmentation and the, um, you know, the tech aspect of this, of hacking and and all the other things that they bring, I think it's going to be interesting to see. And that really gives me a vibe from Deus Ex. Um, Deus Ex. Not day of sex. Prom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another thing that's in this game that I think is interesting is there's different factions and they all hold different things, you know, as as their morals. And it gives me a big vibe from like Saints Row or maybe even Crackdown. And I haven't played Crackdown too much. I mean, I I played more Saints Row than Crackdown. Um, But I believe in both of those games, you are joining different factions or gangs, if you will, to try and like take over, take over your city. And so I'm curious as to what they're going to do with their factions. Whether they, they use the term factions, but we know they're gangs. We're in a crime city. We know they're, they're technically gangs. Factions is just a fancy word. Right. So I'm curious if we're going to go the Saints Row side, where we're going to be able to like join up with them and do missions for them and or like even you know GTA as well you know do missions for them and uh kind of help them but also you know sabotage them in the process as well to kind of take them over for our own personal gain or if this is going to be like now nah, we have to use them to kind of help us to get to where we want to go and they they're, they're not clear on what they want to do with it but i think it'd be interesting to see because there's about 4 or 5 different factions in the game and i think i think it's going to be interesting to see which direction they choose to go if we're just going to be helping them or or not helping them uh trying to take them down or if we're going to be you know working with them to assist in our own personal personal gain and we don't give a fuck about anything else
1: yeah well and, and there is always the chance that they hold you know a lot of weight to the story but none of the weight of gameplay like you might you might play through and know they exist but have nothing to do with them
0: uh with how much stress they put on them i would doubt that they're making them and not implementing them in the gameplay i see i see what you're saying but i would be hard pressed to find out if i'd be hard pressed to see that they do that you know i definitely think we're gonna have some interaction with them on a big scale
1: well And then you get the complete opposite side of what i just said where you know maybe you can pick your faction and if it changes your entire story that's five new playthroughs you know if you if you play different uh different paths different outcomes for because it's already such a a story-driven game by by the choices that you make right that you know if that's one of them well that's a pretty big butterfly effect
0: yeah, and that that actually brings me to my next point is Mass Effect. So this game's very similar. Well, not I don't want to say very similar. This game has aspects of Mass Effect, where the choices that you make have consequences. So it's very much an option that they could do, because in Mass Effect you get to pick you know who lives and who dies in some parts of the story, you know, and if you get to pick which faction you're joining then maybe that does change the ending of the game they have announced that this game will have multiple endings how many we don't know but they will have multiple endings to this game and maybe that is the choice that you have to make to get the different endings do you side with this faction and you get ending one do you side with that faction and get ending two maybe if you help them all equally you get a neutral ending um, it'd be interesting to see you know does one faction end up being stronger than all the rest and taking over the entire city for themselves and because of you You know, it'd be interesting to see that. And then you become the leader. Yeah. And then you become the president of the United States. Hey. Hey. Moving up in the world. (laughs) You also have the path during character creation to go through and choose your backstory, which is a big aspect for Mass Effect. Uh, Well, I say big because it's something that they put in character creation that affects the story, not so much the gameplay. Um, so if ma- in Mass Effect, you got to create your character and you could pick how your character started, uh, whether you were a lone survivor on an Arctic Tundra planet or you were, you know, head of your, the academy that you went to, however you chose, that affected how people saw you. So if you were the lone survivor, people might say to you, I'm so sorry for what happened on X planet. It must have been so far. It must have been so hard for you to have to go through that and then if you choose like head of the academy people would be like oh man like we have the best of the best you were you were number one in your class like so on and so forth, so affected the dialogue and how people perceived you and in this game you also have they call it a life path you also have the option to choose your backstory you can either choose uh they call it nomad corpo or street kid and there's no information on either of them um at least that i saw but it affects how people perceive you and it, pers- and it affects how and where you start in the game, which I think is neat. So you can have a different start and then a different ending based on what you do or based on what you choose during character
1: creation. That's cool to me just because it already, it, it, you know, you've already affected my option to have multiple playthroughs, right? Even if it doesn't change much even if it's just a couple npc interactions with how they perceive me but my options are the same it still gives a different flavor to wanting to play through a game again for someone like me that doesn't often replay uh you know single player games same here story driven games like that makes it more appealing to me you know like like skyrim has the same quests and the same world every time you play it but the ability to choose how you play your own character in a in a way that like you kind of build a class right like class is not a thing in skyrim you just have all the skill trees but you kind of make your own class where you're like i want to play like a berserker uh you know big beefy and and big two-handed sword and heavy armor i want to play an assassin where i'm stealthy and using daggers and like you build yourself that way and that is your replay value so the the dialogue doesn't change the story doesn't change the side quests don't change but the way you play it does and i feel like this is kind of like that where like i might be more inclined to play it again if even you know small finite details are are able to be tweaked yeah and replayability
0: especially in games like this is huge right like if you can have, as I said, we have multiple endings, we have multiple beginnings now, um, you know, and we're in we're in this giant. Well, I say giant. I don't know how big it is. I know it's smaller than Witcher, um, but we're in this big world to explore. It'd be you know interesting to see how people maybe maybe if you choose like you're a corpo. Corpo obviously sounds like corporation, which makes me feel like you are somebody who came from wealth uh people might look down upon that maybe or maybe they look up on it i don't know but they might look down upon that uh you know corporate greed etc etc whereas you play as a street kid someone who rose from being poor begging for money on the side of the streets aladdin story oh yeah the aladdin story people might be like wow look how far you've come i don't know what dynamic they're going to choose for for each story but Having that small little dialogue changes can sometimes really affect the outcome of the game and how you feel about it. So, I'd be I'm very interested to see what they do with that as well. Because it's open world exploration, and I assume that the world changes. I don't, I'm assuming that the world is not static. So, there was somebody said that they got a little bit of gameplay time and they were going through and exploring the world map, and there was a crime scene. They had the caution tape up. They had the cops around. There was a crime scene. And they were investigating the crime scene. And they wanted to see if that crime scene got cleaned up at some point. And I'm partial to believe that it probably will. It'll probably probably go away. I don't believe that this is going to be a static world. I think it's going to be dynamic, much like the GTA world. And I think things are going to kind of change. And NPCs are going to roam around and have their own active path lives. And go from place to place and do their thing. However you may see. And I think we're going to have little things from the GTA world that kind of shine in as well, like when your cousin Roman calls you up and is like, hey, you want to go bowling? You know, like things like that. Maybe there'll be some mini games where you can go and bo- go bowling or play darts or whatever the cybernetic equivalent mini games that they have going, because fuck, man, if I'm, I'm not playing regular bowling. I'm playing cybernetic arm bowling, you know,
1: there are has to be a reason to explore because you don't you don't tout open world and and use it as a selling point use it as an appeal and not have things to do especially if your world is static right if this game gets delayed this much for this long and i get my hands on it and i go in and that crime scene is on the same corner the same street the same building whatever for my entire playthrough and then your immersion just dies yeah. like you don't spend this much time in a game and do that that would that would be such a horrible thing for them to uh, i'll even give them benefit of the doubt and say overlook right um maybe it's not even intentional maybe it's not a decision maybe they're just like ah eh, whatever but i i just i i don't see it I don't see it happening i i don't see it happening because that's the thing they need to perfect right that's the thing that they're like we need this to be as fine polished as possible for our release when it finally happens i just don't see them being like yo it's open world and then you buy it and you get in their world and they're like yo there's nothing to see like there's got to be something, you know, even if, even if it's not mini games, right? Maybe you can't go bowling. Maybe you can't go to a nightclub, you know, even shit, even GTA has strip clubs. Like there's gotta be something to go look at and do stemming away from the story.
0: Oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure that there will be. And I think that's, what's going to make people want to go out and explore and do and do what they do in any GTA styled game. Right. Um, and we use GTA because it's the most most relatable to the cyberpunk world, in my opinion, from what I've seen gameplay-wise. Um, Skyrim was also technically an open-world game, but Skyrim is... everything is static. Well, I don't want to say everything is static. Like, things definitely move around, but when you go to Whiterun, you know the girl going to be in the throne. Unless you've done something to alter that story. It's pretty static. And then he's got, like... He goes to bed at this time and then he goes back to the throne from this time to this time. And then he goes to bed at this time and he's in the back of the court at this time. You know, he's got his little schedule that he follows. It's like dynamically static, statically dynamic. It's, it's always the same schedule, whereas I think it'd be cool to be able to wander through the streets and like, you know, see the world change around you, especially if you're going to have consequences for your
1: actions. For me, when I think when I think large city open world, I think the Spider-Man games. Um, especially just because of the ability to go, you know, rooftop to rooftop and then immediately be on the street with no consequence to health. Like I, I, I think of that and I, I, I could see cyberpunk being more like that than GTA, honestly. Yeah, possibly. You
0: think, uh, you think you're going to have, so like, I know in the most recent Spider-Man, um, and some of the older ones as well, you could like be running on the streets and someone would be like, help Spider-Man. And then you'd like walk up to them and be like, that guy stole my purse. And then you'd go like swing through and go grab the guy who stole the purse and get the purse back and get like money for it or whatever you got. Do you think they're going to have things like that?
1: I do. I I think uh, or maybe I don't think they will, but I know I would like to see things that like not necessarily a side quest, but, you know, like I don't want carnival style. Right. I don't have to walk up to a guy with an exclamation point over his head and be like, oh, look, a side quest. And then what do you want me to do? Oh, go fucking, that guy stole my purse, go beat him up. And then you beat him up and you get the purse and you have to go back to the chick and give her a purse and have some shitty dialogue. But like, I think it'd be really cool if there were like instanced, not even instance, what's the word I'm looking for? Like like real time things to do like that, right? Where you're running on the street and some chick is like, help, he stole my purse and I can either completely ignore her. Yeah, well
0: in the new in the new Spider-Man, in the new Spider Man, they had that where you had
1: um, who was it? Mary Jane? Did you play it? The new one? No, I haven't. I, I haven't played a Spider Man game since the original fucking, the original PlayStation. Okay. Spider Man. So game. I know in the new one, which was highly highly
0: rated, uh, you had uh, somebody. I think it was Mary Jane in your ear, and she was kind of like she knew you were Spider Man, and she was kind of like your command, if you will, like your command center. So, while you were out exploring and doing Spider-Man things, she was, like, researching the world going on and tracking police scanners and things. And she would tell you, hey, there was just a carjacking on this street. Go help them out. And you could go help them out and stop the carjacking or completely ignore it and go Zoom to the rest of the city and go, go somewhere else.
1: Yeah. So, the only reason I don't see it being like that is just because you're not, like like spider-man has to give a fuck because he's spider-man whereas this world is literally built in a way where it's like hey you can tell everyone to go fuck themselves and kill them so they do like you you know what i mean it, it it strikes me as a more um open to decision and interpretation than something like spider-man that is driven by the fact that he's a hero i i don't see there being a system where someone's like telling you you know hey if you want to you can go do this you can, because depending on how you choose to play your character that might not be a thing that you would even consider being told.
0: What's cool about this too is Cyber uh Cyberpunk. Um Project CD Project Red has confirmed that there will be lethal and non-lethal playthroughs. So much like Dishonored or even Deus Ex. Uh you can you can choose to play through the game lethally and kill everybody or you can choose to play through the game and spare everybody or any combination thereof, right? Right. Um, so, like in Deus Ex, when you started a mission, you were prompted to either take the tranquilizer or the, or the assault rifle or whatever the other gun was. Um, it'd be interesting to see this. Like, imagine if some dude pisses me off, and instead of me slicing his head off with my freaking augmented blades, i just like zap him with a sleep dart and then just go tuck his body away, Metal Gear Solid style, in like a dumpster or something. You know, and those kind of interactions would be kind of neat, like Hey dude, go save my purse. And then you're like, "Nah, B, I don't got time for this." And you just like trank him and walk away. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fucked up,
1: <laughs> right? Or uh, you you trank or you you get the purse back, but then you just take it for yourself. Yeah, I mean, we're in a crime
0: city, right? Like you should have the option to like steal the purse, right? And pocket it and take the
1: money. Uh, disclaimer, I do not approve of these things IRL. Don't be that dick.
0: Yeah, in video games totally fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. In In real real, life, no, no, no. In video games, do it because it's funny. Uh in real life, don't don't do it because that's you know, that's just rude. Yeah.
0: Always return the old lady's purse. When the old lady asks you to get her purse, always do it and return it. Okay. Um, what's really neat about this game too, and something I'm excited for, but also a little hesitant on, is that they've announced multiplayer for this game. Um so we can expect some sort of multiplayer, whether they go the Mass Effect multiplayer route where it's like waves after waves of fighting enemies or they go the GTA multiplayer route where it's like, hey, we can go do car races or etc. cetera. Um, we don't know, but they did announce multiplayer for this game. But what they did say, and this is where I get a little hesitant because I'm not so hesitant about the multiplayer. After all the free DLC, is released. But they don't. we don't know what the free DLC is, because the game hasn't even been out yet. They haven't even got past the lazy yet. So, the free DLC could be, like, 10 new skins that come out. Or, which is where I'm more headed to, because it's CD Projekt Red, it could be, you know, one or two uh, additive storylines to go through. Uh... That's more where I think. But I think it's cool that we already know that we're getting free DLC. Like, there will be some sort of free DLC for this game. Yeah. And I think that's nice. And knowing CD Projekt Red, it's probably going to be at least one or two. And I, don't, I couldn't tell you the size. Um, you know, story-based um, side quests, if you will, I guess is the way to put it. I, don't, I didn't really want to use the term, but I guess it's the one that fits
1: the most um additional content yeah additional story content
0: yeah i mean much like um the witchers dlcs were i mean those dlcs were massive um they were almost like fully fledged storylines of their own Were those ones free they were not i don't believe they were free um at least not all of them some of them might have been but i don't believe they were free okay um yeah, I want to say they were like maybe 20 bucks per, but I heard that they were definitely worth the money. Um because they're so vast and they they introduce you to so many new things that happen and new content.
1: So, well, it it'll be really cool to see what they do with the multiplayer because if it, if it's anything like any of the comparisons you made, like first things first, Mass Effect's Mass Effect's multiplayer, the the wave after the wave shit, um i think was incredibly underrated like did it get old really fast yeah did it have nothing to do with the game yeah okay true but it was actually a lot of fun with friends oh yeah um gta's multiplayer i mean god how long has gta 5 been out and that that's still booming dude i mean even take rp out of the picture people are still all up in that uh that uh you know online community Oh, uh, yeah, all those servers are popping, so you know if if it's anything like either of those, it'll definitely get played. so uh I you know, I look forward to it because I want to fuck around in a futuristic city with friends. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll find my own shit to do just exploring like I, I could see that being a lot of fun for sure. I definitely think it's going to be something that's going to be interesting to see,
0: um and even if it's not like the open world GTA style. I mean, I loved, I loved the Mass Effect online when they, ma- when yeah. they finally released it for three, like that shit's just cool. And then you have like your own little class system, which obviously yeah. we don't have a class system in, uh, cyberpunk, but we, everyone has their own augments. So you get to like make your own class much like Skyrim. Right. So, uh- so you could have one hacker and you and your buddies could get together and strategize on how, how do you take them this wave? How do you do this? And that's, that's going to add some level of like depth
1: yeah i uh i would love to see what kind of augments there are for mobility you know like i wonder if you get any kind of augment that lets you jump off a a building and land safely and and even if you consider like gta's multiplayer a lot of the most fun um you know purchases are that of somewhat futuristic scenarios where like like gta is realistic but if you buy the rocket bike that everyone flies around on with missile launchers like we don't have that in real life so for it to be cyberpunk uh, and for it to be that setting and and that beautiful to look at there's a lot of things they could do with that uh that i know i would i would get a kick out of it with friends and i i don't even really need to be playing the story or playing the game to enjoy something like that even just for a couple hours
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Even just for a couple hours, just to like dive in and fuck around for a little bit, like could definitely be a good time. Um, and again, like you were saying, we don't have that shit in real life. Like, how fucking cool would that be, right? Right. Um, the game is rated M. It's got an M rating, like we would expect from a game like this. Um, you know, lots of blood, gore. What's what comes to my mind though is a while back when they first announced this coming out. They brought up genital customization. So, instead of choosing male or female, you get to choose your genitals. So, and they have listed two penis options, circumcised or uncircumcised, and then various sizing, a vagina, and five pubic hair customizations. I don't know. It seems a little unnecessary, but I you know I guess they're trying to break the norm from you know male versus female, uh, like the slider do you choose male or female? So I guess they're trying to break the norm on that. Let people be who they want to be in a in a role playing game, if you will. Um, I think people are gonna have too much fun with it.
1: I... <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm gonna say the same thing now that I said offline. I, I don't really care that it's there. Uh, however, it seems really unnecessary to me. When, when you have a game that is being developed, has been delayed this many times, for this long, and and all you want to do is perfect it, did we really need to put forth an effort in five pubic hair customization options? Probably not. Like, if people are fucking around with two different dicks and a vag, like, ha ha ha, yeah, get your kicks and build your character, play the game, whatever. <laughs> people did the same thing in Conan, where you have a dick the size of a snake because of the the endowment option, <laughs> and then literally there's a potion of enlargement and it like doubles, and it's hysterical. Wait, yeah, no, I swear to God, no way. No, I I swear. I oh my god, swear. that's so, so funny so you yeah you, you like you do all these things and you you get your kicks out of it so like okay yeah maybe that's a part of the game and it's funny and people like it whatever i just don't understand why we needed five pubic hair options i don't get like to me that is so fucking stupid it's funny It it is actually so pointless in my head that i can laugh about it um but it's it seems incredibly counterintuitive to like a game they're trying to perfect. And you know, not not to say that five pubic hair customization options took you know three months of their development time anyway. Yeah. But but still like it, it's just kind of funny to say out loud where it's like like if I if I took this to someone that knew nothing about cyberpunk, right? If I came up to you and you knew nothing about cyberpunk, or maybe you're like my parents, you know shit about video games. I'm like, yeah, check it out. This is game, everyone's been excited for it for you know however long and uh, it was supposed to come out in april it's still not out it won't be out till december but don't worry because when you get it you'll have the option to customize five choices in fact your pubic hair you'd be like why is everyone excited what the fuck? <laughs> why <laughs> you know it's it, that to me at its at its very 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 core is just kind of laughable in my head but yeah beyond that no i think it's cool that they put that much detail into customization i, I think it's cool that they care that much um and then like you said to to break the norms of you, you know you've already broken the norms of of what do we look at you know people are just people and now we're augmenting um it it almost it almost puts less emphasis on whether or not someone has a dick or not like do I have a dick? I don't care. I've got three fucking blades in my forearm. You know, you know what I mean. Like you stop caring so much about the body parts when there's shit inside of them.
0: Yeah, well, that was gonna be my next point. I think in a game that already China challenges, like we have, like I said before, we have the the when do you stop becoming a human? When do you stop becoming a person? Right? With you know your augmentations and so on and so forth. Like we're gonna have that side. You know, we're gonna have that side in this game. You know, that's how it always goes. With right. with these tech-based games, having the having the like, you know, customization of your genitals, if you will, and it, it's uh, it does sound a little silly, but like they're already kind of challenging. Like the what it is to be a person, you know. So like I think I think you put it best. Like it it kind of makes it like it doesn't matter. Like do I have a dick or not? I don't care. I've got blades in my arm that's what i'm saying mock me for having a penis i'll cut you up yeah, <laughs> you know exactly exactly <laughs> so yeah i think it's i think it's going to i think it's going to be whatever i think people are always trying to ramp up um oh teeth customization is a thing too by the way um, oh for real yeah you can customize your teeth that's a thing too i think people are always trying to ramp up more things you can do with character customization and I think that's one of the reasons they wanted to throw this in there. Like, hey, we have a new thing you can customize.
1: I'm not impressed until I can put anything anywhere. That, <laughs> that's that's what I, if I want dick fingers, bro, your character, your character customization does not mean shit to me until I can have dick fingers. Because until then you have not put forth an effort to make it something beyond any game I've already played. <laughs> not to say I actually want dick fingers. I'm just saying. Character customization to me is always just character. I Actually, I just talked about this with a buddy of mine because there's games like uh, Black Desert Online has a really, really, really in depth character customization. But do they have genital customization? And Black didn't know. No. no. Yeah,
0: well, but, but then then it's not as good as Cyberpunk.
1: But it's <laughs> as in depth. What what I'm getting at is what I'm getting at is I know people uh, like Bob Dogs. Shout out to Bob Dogs that motherfucker will spend four hours customizing the same character. And I look at that shit and I get overwhelmed. I can't do it. Oh, i the same I go way. into character customization and I'm like, default, 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 default. No, I don't want blue eyes. I want green eyes. Default, default, default. Okay, play. And I'm like, I can't spend that much time in character customization, bro. I, I literally get overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't like having this many options. I don't like making decisions. I don't like thinking this hard. And I haven't even played the game yet. Let me in. So that's why these things really don't, you know, I sit here and I joke, but realistically, that is why these things don't really matter to me. I I don't, I don't care. I want to get in. I want to play the game. And I know a lot of people care about uh, customization, but for me, I, you know, I'm not going to look at the character customization and how in-depth it is and go, oh yeah, this game was worth waiting for because I still haven't played your game yet. I'm
0: curious because there are romance options in this game. You know really you can, yeah, you can like just like in mass Effect, you can romance people um on both sides of the gender spectrum, if you will, uh, male, female, whatever um and I'm curious to know like how gender how the genital customization is gonna affect your romance options. I think that's gonna be interesting,
1: yeah, huh, um,
0: but again, it goes back to it goes back to it like. Go ahead, make fun of me for having a dick. I'll cut you up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, whatever. Um, and I think, I think with the more in-depth character customization that we have, I think it adds a lot more replayability. Because, like, after you've played through the story one time, two times maybe, like, it gets a little stale. So being able to go back and be like, all right, I have a character idea in mind, much like you would in Fallout or Skyrim or whatever. I have a character idea in mind. This is what they are and be able to design them to see how you see fit to fit the role that you want them to play. I think that's important to a lot of people and it's going to add that replay, that replay value to them, to the people it matters for. And for the people who don't, you just go default, you know, you know, the default option is there. You just change your thing. My important things have always been eyes and hair, eyes, hair, and basic face structure. Yeah. Yeah like those usually like in Skyrim like I pick the default like okay what class do I want to pick and then I pick like one of the default settings for that and then I just make slight modifications because I'm with you I I usually get overwhelmed too Um, hairstyle is like important to me facial structure is important to me and then like eye eye color is important to me Yep. Um, other than that like it doesn't matter especially because this game is first person you're not going to be seeing your character too much so, like, make them however you want, and then you're not going to. That's sillier to me. Yeah. But, you know, Cyberpunk, CD Projekt Red, we'll see what they do with it.
1: Um... So, let me ask you this. Th- that one, What's that one augment that you would like to see? Because I already tell you what mine is. Oh, God. There's so many good ones, dude. Um, X-Ray
0: Vision. Uh... See, I like to play, like, the stealth characters, sort of. So like anything that allows me to like see through walls, you know, or like anything like that, those that's like my go-to.
1: I want to be able. I know this is not going to be a thing. Scale tall buildings in some single bound. No, okay. I would love or jetpacks. Jetpacks to sick. get. No, no, no. Okay, I want to be able to have an augment that puts helicopter blades in my head, and then. I'm going to go to, because it is open world. We made the comparison to like GTA. Like if, if there's like a tire, right. I'm going to go to a closed store or even if I have to buy it through microtransactions, I'm going to get a top hat and then I'm going to jump off a building and yell, go, 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 go gadget go hat. And I'm gonna fly down. And so help me God, if I can get a trench coat too. Oh my God, this will be the greatest game ever. I literally turned into fucking inspector gadget. <laughs> and
0: see, that's what's so cool about character customization as you can play through as go
1: go as, as inspector gadget i'm gonna i'm gonna play inspector gadget if 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 so help me god if i have the option to play as inspector gadget i will be inspector gadget <laughs>
0: <laughs> go go gadget blade of death shink
1: yeah i mean i don't really need the helicopter head to be inspector gadget in in a scenario like this where augments are available to me but that would be the one i pick
0: you know, mine sounds so lame now. You're like, I want to be go, go- I want to be, I want to be Inspector Gadget. I'm gonna jump off a jump off a
1: building with my
0: helicopter head, and I'm like, I just want to see through walls, bro.
1: I'm literally <laughs> not gonna play this game without saying "Go, go, gadget, something or other" at least once. Oh, like, I sure. I cannot get through this game without making a bold statement. <laughs> um. So that's what we got on Cyberpunk.
0: That's all I got on Cyberpunk. I'm excited. I'm excited. I like these futuristic style games. Um, You know, big fan of Mass Effect, big fan of Deus Ex. Um, I think this open world place is going to be great. Uh, I'm excited to see what it actually is when it comes out and learn more about the story. And maybe I'll have to do some research on the board game to see kind of like what the lore is behind this game. I want to. For sure. I want to. Um. but yeah, that's all I got. I'm excited. I think this game's going to be really good. Um, let's hope they don't delay it again. Um, I hope they don't delay it again at all. I would like to see this game come out this year. Uh, I know a lot of games have been pushed out to next year. Uh,
1: you have anything else you want to add, my bud? Go, go, gadget. Listen to the last few episodes.
0: The co couch.simplecast.com, upper right hand corner, you can find the link to our Facebook page so you can get updates on when the new episodes release. Both of our Twitters and both of our Twitch channels, if you guys want to check check up on us when you're not listening to the podcast, come in, tell us how we did, what you thought, have a conversation about the new episode, whatever may please you, and just hang out with our communities, have a good time. Um, Twitters, if you want to make a comment about the episode, or, or tell us how much we suck, or how much you like it, whichever you may be. Um, until then, we will see you guys in the next one. Later.